Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Inside Story podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee, and I'm so happy you're here. It's been a minute since I've been back in the podcast studio for a solo episode, and I am pulling back up that deep well of conversation topic starters that we have from all of you who pose questions to me um, on a regular basis inside our Light Beamers community. And this one, today, we're diving deep into the question that so many people ask, which is, how do you integrate your personal story into your professional journey? A lot of people really think that when you have your professional life, your career, your job, your, your business, that you must separate your business story from your personal story. And for a lot of us, we, we're walking around with these personal stories that we think has no business in our business, right? But I really want to help you today understand that there is a way for you to bridge the gap between your personal story over into whatever you're doing in your professional life. Because I say this all the time, but it's really important to remember that even though we are professionals and we have our careers, we have our businesses, we have our brands, we need to understand that audiences are human. And audiences relate to the humanity of the people inside that business, whether that's you as the CEO or the leader or the founder or whatever, or people on your team, people that are a part of making the everyday action happen. But it's really important to understand that those personal stories do allow your audience to get to know you at a deeper level. And it's uh, it's an important conversation that we have today. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, hopefully, I'm going to be able to help you uh, begin to identify how to, literally how to start weaving some of your personal stories into your professional life and into your professional journey. So the first thing is to realize that you have a compelling personal story. That is step one. You have to honor and accept that you have a compelling personal story. That is, it's filled with triumphs. It's filled with challenges. It's filled with pivotal moments that have shaped who you are today and who you are is who you bring to your professional work, right? 
So it is important that you begin to harness the power of that story. And we'll talk a little bit later about how that's actually going to propel you forward in your career and in your business. But I know that so many people just want to know, well, where do you begin? Where do you begin? And like I said, the first step is to recognize the value of your personal story. This will really require you to stop and honor and accept that fact that your story, your personal story does carry value. So again, it's your experiences, your struggles and victories. All of these have equipped you with unique insights and perspectives that will resonate deeply with your audience. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a leader, a, a professional, sharing your authentic story is going to be that thing that can establish trust and foster connection and truly does differentiate you in a crowded marketplace. I say this all the time. I am not the only person out there teaching storytelling um, that is a, a, a visibility, a media expert. Like I am by far and away not the only one. And what really does, and, and honestly, I'm not even really teaching anything around storytelling that someone else isn't teaching because storytelling is actually pretty basic. And how you tell a story is, is not a mystery. And you can go search all kinds of information on storytelling, and you're going to find a lot of the things that you hear me talk about all the time, right? But what makes me unique and different is the way that I choose to show up. And I have been very transparent with my story. I open up my life to my business and I don't just make my business about April being the expert. I can be the expert while also being the human. And so I've shared many stories. Uh, you could just go through this podcast and find a whole bunch of them. Um, you know, it, it's been a journey of me sharing um, the story around caring for my ailing father, who then later passed away, uh, moving my whole life around to be able to do that, moving not only my life around, but my family's life around. I've shared stories around um, my journey with chronic illness. I have rheumatoid arthritis, and I share that journey as a way of of gleaning key insights that I've learned from that struggle that actually does help me in my business. And so all along the way, those are just a couple of examples that are coming to mind, but all along the way, I have chosen to share my personal story as a way of elevating my business and elevating the work that I do. Oh, well, and not to mention, I mean, if I'm going to teach storytelling, it would be pretty ridiculous if I didn't actually tell my stories, right? But even if I weren't teaching storytelling, if I were a dentist or I were a health coach or I were an accountant or I was a, had a boutique and ran a brick and mortar business. Uh, and a lot of these are my clients, realtors, right? I can... I would still encourage you to share your personal story as a way to differentiate yourself in a very, very clouded, crowded marketplace, okay? Now, I'm gonna give you an example. Um, I'm gonna tell you the story of Sarah as I, as I go throughout this podcast today because I think Sarah's story really illustrates what I'm, what I'm trying to say and maybe will help you anchor in the message a little bit more, by the way. Notice what I'm doing here. I'm going to tell you a real story. 
to help illustrate the message, which is why, again, you would want to tell a story in your own communication, right? But I want to, I want to introduce you to Sarah. Sarah is a very talented graphic designer, um, does a lot of really amazing work, has high-end clients, but for a long time, she struggled to find her voice in a very competitive industry. How many graphic designers do you know? Maybe you don't know any personally, but graphic design is one of those jobs that, you know, a quick search on the internet or going over to Fiverr, you're going to find a, a, a boatload of graphic designers that are currently in the marketplace, right? So how does a talented graphic designer stand out when she herself is struggling to, to find the value in her story and is not actually putting herself out there in a unique and different way. So despite being creative and despite having all the talent in the world, Sarah found herself being overlooked for opportunities, right? She was not getting the clients when other designers were. And it really wasn't until Sarah began to embrace her personal story that everything began to change for her. Now, Sarah realized in looking back on her own personal journey and looking at her own unique value of what is inside her story, she realized that her journey as a first-generation immigrant and having to overcome language barriers and cultural differences was actually a very powerful asset that set her apart, right? So with this clarity, with this, with this understanding that her story had value and it was something that was unique to her and her own experiences and it came, you know, loaded with rich storytelling, Sarah began to infuse her designs with elements that inspired her from her culture, from her heritage. And she began to create really authentic artwork. And she also began to share more openly her own journey as a first-generation immigrant and overcoming some of those language and cultural uh, challenges to, she began to share more of those stories with her audience. And as a result, that, that storytelling deeply resonated with her clients. So what Sarah did is what I want you to do, okay, which is to identify those key themes and messages within your own personal story that align with your professional goals, right? So how do you do that? Well, you're going to have to ask yourself a few questions. What are your own defining moments that have shaped your values, your passions, your expertise? Look back through your own story and, and, and look for those defining moments. How can you weave these elements into your brand identity? Just like Sarah did, she began to actually create designs and branding elements that infused her culture and her heritage. So she began to take on that, that identity as that first-generation immigrant. And how can you do that to create a message that is very cohesive, that's going to resonate with your audience. So when Sarah started sharing her story of overcoming some challenges and finding her unique value proposition and talking more about how she was infusing 
these elements into her designs, she elevated her, her business, her brand, her identity in front of her audience. And that resonated with audience members because remember audiences are human, right? And don't you think that there's probably a vast majority of people out there, whether they are first generation American or first generation immigrants or not, they understand what it's like to overcome challenges and having to look at their own culture, background, history, and be able to use it in a really valuable way. Like we all want to be able to honor where we've come from. Just sometimes we don't know how to do it properly, right? So that really resonated with Sarah's audience. So what Sarah did was play upon her personal journey and struggles as that first-generation immigrant. And then she infused her story into her artwork and all of her designs. And that allowed her, along with the storytelling, allowed her to really stand out from others. So by sharing her personal journey on her social media and client meetings and all of that, Sarah not only attracted this really loyal following, but she also landed some very high-profile projects that showcased her unique perspective. So she began to get really celebrated for this actual design that she was creating. So today, Sarah's design studio is actually really thriving, not in spite of her personal story, but because of it. Her story has become her greatest asset, fueling her success and empowering her to make a really big lasting impression in her industry. And so for you, once you've identified your core themes, it's time to craft your story with intention and authenticity. And so this is where I highly recommend you actually uh, going over to our website and downloading a free resource that I have. I'm going to share it with you here in the podcast. I'm going to walk you through it. But if you want to take your time with it, we have a great guide on our website called Your Story Formula. And inside that guide, I'm going to walk you through a framework, my story arc framework, that's going to help you uh, begin to identify the key pieces of your story that you would want to share with your audience, okay? Because your audience doesn't need to hear every single detail of your life, right? They just need to hear the important parts. Sarah wasn't telling everything that ever happened to her. She just was notating that she does come from this immigrant family. There were some challenges growing up. She had to learn the language. She had to overcome and, you know, different cultural differences and all of that nature. And so the story arc framework is going to help you identify those key parts of your story also. I've talked about the story arc framework before many times on this podcast or some other episodes as well um, that will that will gear you in that right direction. But honestly, the quickest and fastest thing for you to do is just to go over to our website, lightbeamers.com, and we'll link that up in the show notes. And you grab, just click on the yellow button on the homepage, the big yellow button that says grab your free story formula guide. And that story formula will walk you through um, in a little bit more detail and gives you a worksheet and all of that. But I'm going to walk you through the story arc right now, okay? So you have it here also. You'll get it twice, all right? So like I said, what the story arc does help you do is it helps you identify those key pieces of your story that are going to be super relevant to share with your uh, to share with your audience so that it can, in effect, help you tell your story while also bringing your audience closer to you. And the story arc is there's 
a framework that includes three main pieces, and they are very simple. There's the before, the transformation, and the other side, okay? The before is telling your audience and letting your audience know a little bit about that those struggles, right? Where you were before in your life, where there was some sort of challenge or struggle. This is giving the audience a little bit of historical context about your journey. Where did your journey begin? And again, we don't talk about, I was born in 1971 and, uh, you know, raised in East Texas. It's not about your chronological story. It's not about, you know, all the details. It is literally about where is, where does the journey begin? And the journey always begins with some sort of struggle, right? Because you have to ha use your own struggles to help your audience identify with you because they are sitting there with their own challenges and struggles, right? So if we go back to Sarah's example, a little bit of her before was, again, what was it like to be that first generation immigrant? She might detail some of the challenges and struggles that came with belonging to a family that didn't speak the language once they got here and how alone she felt in this new country and being surrounded by a new culture that was totally unfamiliar to her and how lost she and her family felt. And probably a lot about how much pressure she felt as that first generation immigrant to be the one to figure it out, right? And I hear this a lot from um, immigrant families and, and the, the kids is like, the kids are often the ones helping the parents as they transition to a new country. So that would be a little bit of like what Sarah would have talked about in her before. So again, identifying the pain and the struggle in your own journey is going to be a part of how you begin your story. And that story begins with your before. Okay. The second piece to the story arc framework is your transformation. All right. This is where you start to shift your perspective and have some growth around creating change in your journey, right? Creating change in your life, something that is transforming for the positive, something that is transforming for the better. So once again, if we go back to Sarah's example, hers is around acclimating to a new culture and by being in a new world, being in this amazing country that is the United States of America, gaining access to education and art and social circles in a way that she had not been, been involved before. And really falling in love, Sarah's transformation really is about falling in love with a design as a creative outlet to express herself. When she didn't speak the language well and she felt like an outsider and she didn't fit in, it was her love of color and her creativity and even, even infusing some of her culture into her designs. But it was really the design element that allowed her to express who she was. And that's what made her fall in love with the design to begin with, which is how she became a graphic designer. So learning to tell the stories of your own transformation of how things began to shift for you, how things got better for you, how some of that pain and struggle actually was the stepping stone to where you needed to go and be 
is a really key piece of your story because guess what your audience is looking for? They're searching for their own transformation, right? And it tells a lot about you and the process. So it allows your audience to get to know you better. And then our third and final piece of the story arc framework is simply called the other side. And if you think about on the other side of transformation, you gain a lot of knowledge and wisdom. You know things now that you didn't know before. And if we go back to Sarah's example, once again, what Sarah learned is that rather than needing to fit in into a sea of designers, right? She could actually allow herself to stand out, which was so counterintuitive to her at first because it was a standing out piece that made her so uncomfortable to begin with, right? As that first generation immigrant being the one that was different and, and didn't fit in, that was the thing that actually made her unique. And so once she started to embrace that, she could look back and see that her very own pain and struggles and of growing up in that immigrant family and navigating those choppy waters and assimilating into this new environment was actually what made her special and unique. It was how she um, did not fit in that allows her to tap into that today. And it is is really what allows her to have this thriving business, that it's okay to stand out, that it's okay to be different, that it is okay to be uniquely who you are and bring all of you into your work, just like what Sarah did. She brought that culture and that heritage into her work and allowed that uniqueness and that that the difference of who she was be, be all of who she was, if that makes sense, right? So think about this for you. When you look at your own transformation, what have you learned from that experience? What have you learned from that transformation? What is the message you would want to share with other people? If you go back to Sarah, do you think branding clients would want Sarah as their graphic designer? Because when they're coming to get graphic design artwork, they need a, a graphic designer that understands how to help them stand out how to make them be different, right? So how can you cultivate a message that is exactly what your audience is looking for? That is how you tell your story from the before, the transformation to the other side. These are gonna be stories that you wanna tell in your business, you wanna tell um, in your email campaigns, on your blog post, on your social media content, inside keynote speeches, wherever you get a chance to communicate your story and have a touch point with your audience, you want to weave in your personal story to help you have professional gain. I want you to remember that the key piece of this is tapping into a story that is going to allow you to be vulnerable and relatable. Authenticity is the name of the game here, okay? I am not talking about making up a story that's not true, or watering a story down just so that it makes you feel comfortable and sharing it, it is going to require you to probably get a little uncomfortable to tap into that vulnerability. But that is the secret ingredient that you don't want to overlook because it's the vulnerability and the authenticity that your audience is most looking for. And that's what's going to help you build the connections, the deeper connections 
with your audience. So don't be afraid to share those struggles and setbacks. Don't be afraid to share that pain. Don't be afraid to talk about how it made you feel because those moments of vulnerability are gonna be the most impactful and inspiring ones that you can share. So leveraging your personal story to drive your professional goals is the name of the game. This is how you do it. This is how you bridge the gap. Whether you're speaking to attract clients or you're trying to land speaking engagements or you're trying to advance your career, whatever it may be, your story can be and is a powerful tool for building credibility and authority and influence in your industry. And I think Sarah's story beautifully illustrates how embracing your personal narrative can actually elevate your personal journey, right? By tapping into the power of authenticity and vulnerability, she transformed her struggles into her strengths. And when she began to showcase them, that is when like, it added rocket fuel to her design business. So bridging your personal story into your professional life is not only possible, but I would dare say it is crucial in today's day and age. Every, no matter what you do for a living, no matter you know, what you do inside your business or inside your company, uh, chances are there's some competition out there. It's a competitive landscape everywhere you turn. You're not the only one that does what you do, but you are the only one that has your unique perspective, your unique experiences, and your unique uh, values that you bring to the table. And the sooner you get busy sharing those stories with your professional world, the sooner you are going to experience massive growth. So I encourage you today to think deeper about your story. I mean, I'm always encouraging you to think about that on the Inside Story podcast and everything that we do at Light Beamers and inside our community. But I don't want this to be a question that you ask anymore. How do I tell my personal story inside my professional life, inside my business, inside my company. I don't want you to question it. You have to trust that there is value there and that that is a deep well of connection that you could be tapping into with the people that are in your professional world. So go grab that story formula guide on my website and go a little bit deeper with this. Go download the free worksheet, do this, do this work, give some time today or tomorrow or this week where you will actually spend some time thinking about your personal story. If you're already sharing your personal story, are you sharing it using this lens? Do some, some auditing and some assessments. And when you do go grab the free guide that's on my website, you're actually going to get an invitation to grab a little mini course that I created for you called Find Your Story. Um, it is, it is one of my longest running mini courses that I have ever run. People still download it day after day after day, even though I recorded it literally like eight years ago. And it's really, really valued at, you know, it's worth easily a thousand dollars, but you forget that I'm not charging you a thousand dollars. After you download the free guide, you can grab that mini course for $27. So it's an option. You don't have to. But I actually encourage you to if you want to spend 27 bucks on this, because it's going to take you through a step-by-step process. And I'm going to be on video walking you through this at a deeper level. So the main thing is, is that I, I want to help you 
really conquer the fear around sharing your personal story and figure out how to tell your story in a way that feels really easy. Now, I'm not saying that it will not come without some friction because it might feel uncomfortable at first, but it doesn't have to in a long run, right? If you go on this storytelling journey, you will soon discover how easy storytelling can be. And that's my goal here at the Inside Story Podcast is to get you thinking about your story, get you excavating that story, start sharing that story and discovering the power that your story has. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this one. Thanks for being with me today on the Inside Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, share it out. Sharing helps us reach more people and I am destined to reach more people. I'm determined to do it and I need your help. So share this episode out with somebody that you think has a really great story to share, but they're not sharing it. All right, everybody. I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. See you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.